This episode of LIW Walking Dead Reviews brought to you by RC Cola. RC stands for Royal Crown, which is ironic because only super poor people drink RC Cola. RC Cola, apparently we still around. LIW, The Walking Dead, and Fear the Walking Dead Review. Welcome, citizens, to LIW, The Walking Dead Review. Today's episode is Chapter 20, All Out War, Part 1, which lets you know it doesn't finish in this book. What a dick. When I read that Part 1 thing, I was like, oh, you asshole. Like, I have to... Luckily, I had the other book. The next book, you know, book um, book 11 in my hands, in, on the shelf, rather, because I don't carry the book I'm not reading yet. That'd be weird. Luckily, I had it because I saw part one, and I was like, if I had to wait two fucking years, because I only read these in the hardcover books, and they only come out every two years, I would be fucking outraged. I would be so outraged. How often do they come out? That doesn't make any sense. Here's what I don't get. I could easily look it up, but I'd rather just uh, whack semantics on my own show about it. It's an it's a monthly issue, right? And one issue a month means twelve a year. And this book, the hardcover books, are comprised of twenty four issues, two sections of twelve, or is it twelve stories? To I don't forget. I think it's uh, it might be every year. That might you might be right. You might be right. Memory. I don't remember. I thought it, I was under the impression that it was twenty four books in there. But it must be each chapter is made up of six comics, right? That kind of makes more sense than 12. Okay, okay. I think I taught myself out of this. Yes. Thanks for listening to me discuss nonsense to myself. All right. So, the war's starting, guys. The war against Negan, between, which still sounds like a racist slur. The war between these four factions, three against one. Who's going to win? Who do you think's going to win? Obviously, we know who's going to win, right? It's called a continuing uh, continuing story of survival horror. Not, it ends the continued story of survival horror, but not with Rick, Andrea, Carl, Michonne, all these characters, Maggie. You know what I mean? It's not, it's not gonna, just going to take over and be about Negan after this. That'd be weird. And if it did, it'd be fucking awesome. I kind of would be like, oh, wow, kudos. That's a bold move there by the by Robert there. I, I would almost like suck his dick a little more probably. I don't know. Anyway, uh, they Rick and Andrea are discussing the need for the war because he's kind of like, I don't want to have to kill, you know, there's casualties and that's going to be a fact about this. And we have to deal with that. And she's like, yeah, but it's, it's necessary. If they don't deal with some casualties now, it'll just be more casualties later and they'll all be living in misery. There'll be no point of living because Rick has a vision now. And Rick's vision will come true. He will see to it. Anyway, Michonne and Ezekiel fucked, as I fucking knew they would. Because why not? And sure as shit, she doesn't want to talk about it. She doesn't want to talk to him like a person. Because she's Michonne. And that's what Michonne does. Michonne does Michonne. And every other black dude in the series. Holy shit. I don't care who she fucks anymore. I really don't. I don't... When they don't talk at all, and it's the third dude she's been with, all racist jokes aside, I'm not. I'm, that's all jokes. I I don't care what she does anymore. 
I don't. I, I just don't. I'm, I'm sorry. It just, she's boring. She's cool. Like I said in the last episode. I suppose. Did I say that? Or episode? I think I said episode. Anyway, in the last episode of this, in the last podcast, in number 28, I covered... Um, the Michonne is cool when they're in a fight. She's the most useful in a short-term fight, but in a long-term struggle of survival, she'll get you out of skirmishes, but she's useless when it comes to anything else because she doesn't have any skills. Um, she, she does prove that she does later. I'm, I'm just saying, as of now, as a, as a reader, I'm like, I don't want anything to happen to her. I would feel bad if she died. I really would, more so than Glenn. But I feel like if I didn't know the show was around, the TV show, and knew Michonne that way also, I wouldn't care about her at all in the comic. I feel like most of my respect for that character from the show, because she's so awesome in the show. I like her on the show. The actress does a great job on the show. I'm going to end every sentence with the two letter or two words, the show. Uh, I just feel like if she died in the comic, I would be sad-ish, and I'd be like, okay, moving on. Like, she hasn't opened up herself at all. So what are you really missing if she's gone? Other than someone to slice off heads, the top of their heads. Really, and that's all she's good for, but that's fun to watch. So that's what you'd be missing. But we have Jesus now, and he he does the same thing, but with Kung Fu. He kicks zombies in the head, and that's just a dumb move because they can bite your foot. But... I don't, they can't bite the sword, and if they bite the sword, it doesn't matter, because it's sword, it's not to you, it's not flesh and bone. Anyway, uh, so Michonne is fucking him, and I don't care, I just don't, she shut off again, and whatever. She's gonna do what she's gonna do, you know. Uh, Gabriel finally gets a line of dialogue here, which is like, take all the time you need, or something like that, and that's it. Remember when I called that he was gonna be super useless once he got to church? And he got the church, and this is his first line of dialogue since... Unless there's a funeral, he doesn't get... To- Nobody talks to him. Nobody. I think I think uh, Spencer did when he asked to talk to the shrine, or talk to the the voodoo magic, whatever the fuck is in the church. I don't know. No, when he, when he went to the altar, and he's like, do you mind if I use this? And I think he's like, yeah, no problem. I think it's all he had. So if he's not in the church, you don't see him. Unless it's in a funeral, which I think is on church grounds. You know, I think they have the graveyard right next to the church. Makes sense. Um, it's it may, it's practical because you don't have to carry the body as far after the funeral. It just makes sense to have it right there. You visit the church, you visit the graves. It's probably good business. It's like having a uh, food place next to your. It's like having a bunch of cool food places if you're if you're in a like a strip mall. It just gets more people over there. Maybe they'll go in your business afterwards. Maybe they'll go buy your fucking dildos or whatever you sell. Anyway, you know what I'm saying. Like it pulls and it'll pull on the people to the church after they're sad and grieving. Hey, maybe they'll get a few. Uh, you know, convert some people. Anyway, uh, there's no synagogue or mosque in this fucking world, but whatever, you know. Oh, I guess all that matters is, you know, these white Christians. Anyway, they finally gave him a line of dialogue, and I don't care. I don't care about Gabriel. And I realize I'm being super cynical about half these characters, and it, these two characters just happen to be black, okay? So it's not racist, black. Back off. Black off, okay? Uh, but and in all honesty, Gabriel is he useful. Is he? It's, and I don't mean in their world. I think in their world he would be, but to a reader, he's not. But I don't need to see him die because he's not useful to me. You know what I mean? I don't. I'm not like a gladiator observer. I don't need to watch them kill him for my amusement. Am I not amused? 
Like I don't need that. I just I just find him boring. And but like apparently they're aware of it, so they just cut him out of the comic, which you know shouldn't complain about, I guess. Anyway, uh, the army meets at Negan's. All the three armies, they all meet there. I don't actually. I don't know if it's all three. I think it's just from Rick's camp right now. Uh, Negan pulls out Gregory, and he's like, "Oh, it's uh, the hilltop and um, Alexandria as of now, I believe." Could be more, could be all of them. I don't remember. It might be. Uh, it's kind of hard to tell because there's so many fucking people. Anyway, Negan's like, get the fuck out of here. Like, we're not, oh, no, we're done. And he's like, no, we're not leaving. We're killing you. So Negan's like, all right. And he pulls out Gregory and he's like, you know, Gregory's still in charge there, not Maggie. So if you don't stop now, he will do whatever it takes to kill you or punish you or whatever. So, and he goes, three people or eight people walk away. And Negan goes, I, eight, I count eight. And he's like, oh, shit, I thought that would work. And he, th- he throws Gregory down below, which he's standing up on, like, a cement balcony. I don't know how Gregory lives later. Anyway, I lo- this is what I was saying in the last episode, is I love how much Negan will admit to his mistakes. Because he goes, all right, I'm man enough to admit I thought that would save more lives than it did. Uh, well, moving on. Like, I-, I like those moments where he's, like, basically says his inner thoughts out loud. It's a good, it lets you in. It's it's it is a moment of weakness, but it's a good moment of weakness because he's so sure of himself. It doesn't fucking matter if he looks weak like that because he's the one saying it. If someone else said it, he might kill him. I don't know, but I'm just saying like he's so sure of himself. It was like, all right, well, I failed. That sucks. Moving on. I have another plan. That's why I'm in charge. Anyway, uh, the army men get shot a bunch. Army men. I mean, people from our side of the war. Unless you're a savior, are you a savior? Come on, save your rights. Get out of there. Isn't it weird? You ever think about that? If if you watch a movie and you sympathize with the villains and you're like, hope they don't die. Like, that happens in certain movies. Like, uh, The Rock is a good example. When you realize Ed Harris makes some pretty valid points throughout the movie and you're like, maybe Sean Connery and Nick Cage shouldn't, shouldn't stop this dude. I don't know. Maybe he's right. Or uh, Watchmen, the, the good guy in the end. Uh, Osmantius or whatever his name is you're like oh he makes a good point and he actually did save a lot of lives by killing a lot of lives though but he saved Earth spoiler alert for Watchmen by the way that movie is fucking like 8 years old it's on you sorry but you know what I mean like what if you're like Negan is helping these people he's keeping everyone alive Um, but I, I feel like you could sympathize with him and I feel like it'd be weird to read something not told from someone's perspective perspective that you agree with that person more and you and then when that's done you stop reading the comic like oh i I read this section because those are the people who i relate to and then i'm done this is a weird thought to me like watching a schindler's list and you know sympathizing for the nazis a little bit different there i guess but you know what i'm saying uh they all their men are shot at one dude gets shot in the head and it's i didn't know who the fuck it was so i didn't write it down but Rick has them all shoot the the base. Uh, it's called the sanctuary. Sanctuary? Um, that's weird. Sanctuary. They and he's like, why are they shooting? All oh, their snipers are dead. And he's like, oh, they're shooting the glass out. And he realizes they're shooting so much at the building to make so much noise to attract all the zombies there. Um, there's a line coming up that I fucking love from Negan. He's talking to Dwight. He turns around. He goes, "Hope you have your shitting pants on." And Dwight's like, "What?" And he goes, "Your shitting pants. The pants that you shit in." Anyway, he's like, I just, such a weird thing to say, 
that it must have amused the shit out of him when he wrote it. It's just such a funny line. I don't know what the fuck. Why you would need shitting pants is beyond me. I love the I love the concept that you would have pants exclusively to shit in. Like, oh, I can't wear those. I don't plan on shitting today. Like, oh, I got to shit in my pants. Where are my shitting pants, though? I don't want to shit in these ones. These are my good ones. I need my pristine shitting pants before I do that. That action. Fucking awesome. Everyone... Everyone from Rick's side shoots out the windows and gets in the bus, and they drive away. Uh, but Rick's going to stay behind and sacrifice himself, because he's a hero. He's a hero! Holly jumps out, and she's like, you're not going, I'm going. That's the man who killed Abraham in there. I'm doing this. And Rick's like, no, you're not doing this, I'm doing this. And you know he's not going to do it, because Holly's expendable, and he's not. So Holly knees him in the balls, gets in the car, crashes it through the gate, and lets all these zombies in, obviously. Um, she gets captured by Negan, obviously. And there's a cool thing. Again, I like what he does with Negan. And it's not even things that Negan knows he's doing. It's the things that might actually happen. It's Everyone's not all-knowing in this world. I like that. I feel like a lot of things are like, this is him. Like, how would you know that? You know, like the, I call it uh, Pollock's Troy disease. Because in, in the movie Face Off, Pollux Troy just knows immediately. He he's like, "Did you switch faces? You're not my brother. It looks just like it looks just like Nick Cage. It's it's your fucking brother." He's like, "Is so on to him immediately." And I feel like most people in movies and comics are like that to save time. I like that Negan isn't like that. He goes, he thinks Holly is Andrea. He goes, "Quickest way to a man's heart is through his vagina." And he think he's like, he's gonna torture her. He's like. Rick loves you. You love him. I'm going to kill you now. Like, he really thinks it's Andrea. And she's like, I have a couple cup sizes on Andrea. I'm not Andrea. And he's like, yeah, bullshit. We'll see about that. And he just believes it. And I love that. I love that he's just wrong. And we all know he's wrong. He doesn't realize that he's not wrong until later. It's fucking awesome. I don't know. I love moments like that. I like, it's hard to explain and I feel stupid. I, I just like that he's not all-knowing, an all-knowing villain. Because it's so, every fucking Bond villain knows who James Bond is. They just uh, amuse him with his shenanigans and his antics of being a professor studying fish. That's, that's literally a plot in one of the Bond movies. He's a fish expert. He's a, and he shows up, and he's like, oh, I'm going to look at your aquarium. And he's like, aha, I knew you were Bond all along. Like, who are we doing this for? It's just me and you for three solid days having conversations between us. Who the fuck was that charade? Who's the charade for? I don't get it. It's like, oh, it's for the audience that's right there. It's like they know they're in a movie. Why the fuck aren't they doing anything about it? Just kill Bond. Just just shoot him in the fucking head. And I'm not doing that schlocky thing where they t- torture him slowly. I'm just saying, from the very beginning, don't even get into the torture thing. If you know who he is, and you do, we saw that you know who he is, just go ahead and kill the motherfucker. Just go walk. Don't even... Just slit his throat. Or just, or just don't. Or just go along with it and be like... They always have to invite Bond back to the secret island... And if Bond was smart, he'd go, oh, they never just invite scientists, a regular fish dude, to a secret island. They don't just do that. So obviously they know I'm Bond. But he must know, he must be so sure of himself, he knows that going, am I reviewing Bond movies now? What the fuck's happening? Point is, Negan's not like that. He, he just has flaws, and I like that. And he overcomes those flaws. He's severely stupid sometimes. So they have Holly in a cell. She's by herself. She's tied up. 
David goes in there, this random dude named David, and he tries to rape her. He gets her pants off, tears her shirt open, and Negan comes in and slices his throat and kills him. Or no, he sticks, yeah, he sticks a knife in his neck. But I was like, oh, damn. Negan... I don't mind watching torture in movies. I, I despise watching sexual torture. Um, for reasons I won't go into, obviously. But I'm just saying, I don't like... It makes me severely uncomfortable and not in a way where I'm like, hey, good job, filmmakers. You made me uncomfortable. Like, me and Bree just watched Blindness... And it's all fine and good until they make the girls come in and, and fuck these dudes for food. And, and then they just beat the shit out of them and rape them. And I'm like, okay, uh, all right. Like, I don't, I don't want to watch that. I'm sorry. I just don't. I, I, uh, so I like that Negan's like, all right, no, I don't, I don't rape. I'm sorry. Like, we don't do that here. I killed him. You will not be raped. I like that because there's no reason to rape the fucking girl. Who gives a shit about her? Anyway, um, Gregory shows back up at the hilltop, and he's like, I survived out there. Like, what happened? And he's doing this Shatner acting. When you look at the comic, go back and look at it right now. I will wait. Right? Shatner, right? He's doing like this twisty pretzel hand, and he's like, I said, I forget what he's saying, but... He's just doing this like severe overacting thing, like yelling up in the air with his hands are just, he's like squeezing his hands, but his fingers aren't all the way, they're not in fists, they're just like in these tangled messes. And he's just, you can tell he's like just shattering all over the place. He's taking a big shat. Um, but Maggie interrupts all this by punching him in the fucking face and basically overthrows him with that one punch. And then she ends this conversation by going, like, Rick Grimes is great. He's, we're going to follow him. I believe in Rick Grimes. And I was like, I believe in Harvey Dent. And I was like, in my other side of me, it was like, I believe in magic. And the other one's like, I believe in Santa. I don't know. I'm, I don't know where I'm going with that. It was just like a slogan. It was weird. I felt like there's going to be buttons and bumper stickers with Rick, Lime, Rick Grimes. Wouldn't it be fun to have a bumper sticker factory? You could... Advertise the shit out of this world. Just walk around, slap every car, every building. Nobody, nobody stop you. There's no vandalism laws anymore. <sighs> so then there's this weird montage of war where they're showing, and you see a lot of characters die in this. And I don't, not a whole lot of named ones. There's one big one coming up here, but you know, actually I'll say it right now. They show a montage, and it's like little blurbs where you realize someone's doing voiceover. If it were a movie, it would just be a montage with a voiceover. That was a long way to say that. I'm sorry. And you see Eric get shot in the head. And Aaron's freaking out. He's like, no. And you're like, oh, one of the last two gay guys died. That's, it re- I laugh, but it really is sad. I feel bad for Aaron. Like, what are the odds? I mean, what are the odds? If it's, let's just say gay people are, what is it, 10 or 6% of the population? And say 95% of the population's dead? That means you got like, Three fucking dudes left. He is so alone now. I feel so bad. I like Aaron's character. I like Eric's character. They were they were adorable together. And now it's just like, oh, you're fucked, dude. I almost would have been like, if I was Rick, be like, you guys get a pass from any war. If shit happens, you go down in this bunker. You guys are fucked. Like, my wife died. I found Andrea. And I found Jesse. And then she died. And I chop her hand off. 
But that's not the fucking point. Like, I will find a vagina anywhere. You are going to have a hard time talking to some dudes in the fucking you if they're not gay. And there's so few gay people left. We do find two more later on, but... Or at least three, I guess. Anyway, I won't spoil that. But it's just, you know, I feel like, oh, fucking Eric's dead. That sucks. And then you realize... They kind of show that Dwight is telling Jesus and his men and Ezekiel and his men, all the all the different armies, where to attack Negan's outposts, like where his outposts are. And I realize I'm describing Jesus while looking at a statue of Jesus in my office in the studio here because I have the uh, Kevin Smith Buddy Christ that I got in New Jersey. I went to his comic shop like fucking, fucking 13 years ago, 14 years, 15, 16, I don't know, something like that. 2000-ish. Oh, it was right after 2001. Yeah, because I saw the rubble. Anyway, uh, right after 2001, September 11th. I think I went in March of 2002. Anyway, rambling. Holy shit. Jesus is attacking people. Um, you see that uh, Ezekiel, I believe it was, is holding a body. And he's like, Richard, no. I'm like, who the fuck Richard? I don't know, but I wrote him down. Uh, he's dead. David, Eric, and Richard so far. And then you see, Eze- you realize that Ezekiel's narrating because he's like, and then it was hard times. I was hiding out and I was by myself. All my men died. And then he's like, and then Shiva showed up and she saves him from all these zombies. And he's like, yeah, let's go. Let's run. And he turns around and he realizes Shiva got overpowered and just got killed. And then he's alone now, except he's got Michonne, kind of. But his, his fucking tiger's dead. And I like this moment. Oh, it already happened, but this moment where Carl is in the kingdom and Rick, he's sneaking out at like three in the morning and Rick's like, what are you doing? He's like, what? Nothing. He's like, you're going to take a peek at the tiger, aren't you? And Carl's like, looks down <laughs> all like guilty and Rick's like, we'll see plenty of it tomorrow. I just like a moment like that because it is what a kid would do. I would do that. I would go sneak off to take a peek at the tiger because they're awesome. Tigers are awesome. Not so much when you're just by yourself with them. They're terrifying. Uh, if there's a large fence between the two of us, I think they're amazing. They Ezekiel is freaked out, and, he's, and you realize he's telling this story to Michonne later, and he's trying to sympathize with her, and he's like, I lost Shiva, and I'm, I don't, I'm sad. My friend died. And she punches him. She goes, if, if you're that much of a pussy, do what you need for your people. Do what you do best and pretend that you're not. And I was like, Jesus Christ, Michonne. She's such a piece of shit. She really is. Like, I like her character and all, but she's a piece of shit if you want to... Once you fuck her, she hates you more. It's weird. It's like a teenage boy. It's so, so stupid. Anyway, uh, Negan shows up at the, uh, Alexandria, and he's like, you know, he's trying to start a war. He's retaliating. And he throws all these grenades over the fence, which is so fucking cool. And this is what I was trying to get to earlier with the whole Andrea thing. I think it was in the last episode. Where I was like, I like Alexandria, but... And I kind of said it like that, because now this is happening. He's tossing grenades over and blowing up houses. And I was like, I like Alexandria, but this is fucking cool. And <laughs> I love it because uh, Negan's in love with this. He's like, this is so much fucking fun. I like that he's having fun with it. Uh, he throws all these grenades over, blows them up. He gets them all scared and riled up. And then he opens up the gate, and he rams in through the gate, and he gives them Holly. And they're like, oh, we got Holly back. Yay. Let's stop fighting for a second. And they go get her. Um, Denise goes and gets her. And she's like, oh, we'll be fine. And he takes off the thing. And then you realize that Holly is a zombie. It's such a fucking cool drawing. Her eyes are all glazed over. And she just bites Denise on the arm. 
And I was like, oh, that's good. She bit her in the arm, like, on the way out. Because if she bit her in the neck and she was that close, that's stupid. Like, uh, whatever. Heath runs to her. She's like, he's like, Denise, no. And he starts running to her and to go save her because she just got bit. It's kind of a big deal. It's a death sentence in this world. Rick wants to cut off the arm already. <laughs> he just loves lo- hacking off limbs. Heath runs to her, but this grenade blows up behind him, and you see his leg just blow up. Real gross. Uh, I freaked out for a moment because they threw a grenade and then Jesus lands next to it. And I was like, no, not Jesus. Don't kill Jesus. You can't. How do you kill a character named Jesus? I think when they kill him, they have to call him John Monroe or whatever his name is. I think that's it. But you have to, you can't call him Jesus when you do that. And then he realized Jesus threw the the grenade back at them and he killed some dudes. He killed Gary. Guys, he killed Gary. I don't know who he is, but they're all upset and they say his name several times. So I wrote it down. And then Dwight's like, cook them longer. Like, hold on to them for an extra two seconds and then throw them and they can't throw them back. Uh, so just do that. It's really easy. They never played a video game. Anyway, uh, Carl, Rick, and Andrea are eventually thrown by an explosion. And uh, Negan and Dude? What? My, my notes are weird. Oh, this right. <laughs> Sorry, I wrote down before I knew his name. Negan and this guy are like, after the, that explosion, he's like, Negan's like, oh, this fucking, like, oh, let's get my dick hard. Like, I'm getting so fucking hard, aren't you? Oh, my, you know, get my blood pumped. I, I might, I could s- break steel with this dick or something like that. And then this guy's like, yeah, me too. He's like, what? What are you talking about? He's like, my, my dick's so hard, just like yours. It's, it's so erect. He's like, you're a fucking weird dude, Davis. And then right when he says that, Davis gets shot in the head. And I had the I have these two lists that I make are characters introduced and characters die, and I I have to move I had to move him so quickly because I was like oh Davis and I run down and I was like oh Davis dead move him I had to move him immediately it was not fair it happens a lot with these characters they're like hey John oh John's dead like that happens in the next episode the next chapter but I was like I just get irritated. They should just not say their names if they're going to die, and that's all they ever do. Anyway, what am I talking about? Carl's okay from the explosion. Uh, Rick brings him to Denise, and then he proceeds to go into another coma. I believe Negan just left. I'm not really sure. Rick fell over into another coma from the explosion. He got a concussion. And I know I've talked about it a lot, but Rick, just sleep. Just sleep at night. You will, you will feel better. You will not have to take your monthly coma. He goes into a coma for like two or three days once a month. I fucking swear. I'm so sick of seeing Rick being in comas. I don't care. Carl's in comas when he's not. They, they get like three days a month together. It's, it's, like, it's like his man period. He, he, five days a month, he has to, he's out of commission. He just is useless. And uh, schedule your calendar. It's according to the moon cycle, so schedule your calendar accordingly. It's it's fucking seriously though. It's he takes so many comas. What's wrong with him? He must have like an NFL player's brain. He's gonna fucking shoot himself in the chest to save his brain for science. Whenever they get that back up and running. Okay, so that's the end of this one. And again, you know, it's, there's a part two, so the war's not over. <laughs> okay, so characters introduced. They introduced that Connor. From the last one, when Andrea, well, they thought you thought Andrea fell out of the tower. They revealed it was Connor. I should have said that earlier. I didn't write it down in my notes. So it's Connor's dead, and Andrea's alive the whole time. Obviously, you figure that out because I mentioned her. They introduced Gary, who died, and Davis, who died. 
So the characters who died are David, Eric, Richard, Shiva, Holly, Gary, Davis. Holly's been a big character for a while. Uh, she came in a long time ago. I think like issue 13 is when they named her. So yeah, that or chapter. I do chapters, not, not comic issues. Anyway, she's been here for a while. Uh, she's been she's been useful. So I, I didn't. I wasn't like, oh, good, she's gone. Like I was just like, oh, okay. I didn't really have much invested in her, but I, I wasn't. I wasn't happy to see her go or anything by any stretch of the imagination. Once Abraham was dead, she was one of those characters that hung around, and that was it. So I believe we're done here. So fuck off. Get the fuck out of here. I'm Phoenix West. Go to loiteringinwonderland.com. Loiteringinwonderland.com. LAW Podcast on feet. Oh, what? I'm going to say Futurama. I'm reading my notes on my board here. LAW Podcast on Instagram and Twitter. Facebook, Lord and Wonderland. We are on Stitcher, iTunes, and YouTube. Share it with your friends so we grow. Help me grow. Help me get big and hard. Just like uh, Negan was with Davis because of the grenades. Help me. All right, until next time, citizens. And in the meantime, I am Phoenix West. So long, citizens.